I'm Monica. And I'm Christina. This This is is Unqualified Unqualified and Unfiltered, where two best friends talk about TV, movies, and life. And do it with zero qualifications and zero filter. Cue applause. New week, so you recently went to Cleveland. How's that? Well, first and foremost, I would like to state I came back without COVID. That was phenomenal. That's Um, a win for sure. Definitely a win. It was so cold. It was so cold. I'm going to say it a third time. It was so cold. (laughs) Um, I went to see my family. Super fun. Shout out to my cousin and her cute AF kids. And it was just, it was so fun. It's so weird going from Texas to like different states because other states are so small. Like when you go up north and... I know you were able to go to like multiple states, right? Like you didn't yeah. just... Where is Cleveland? What state is Cleveland in? Ohio. Thank you. Ohio. <laughs> so, I, obviously, this is just proof of the American school system. Yeah, for that sure. That I don't even know where <laughs> Cleveland is. <laughs> Honestly, it's like, if you think about it, it's like, we'll go to Austin and it's what, like two hours? And then Dallas is what, like four hours and so on and so forth. And with this place, we were like on the other side of Cleveland. We got to my cousin's house in like 15 minutes. I'm just like, wait, you guys live up the road? And they're like, no, you guys are like across town. And then the airport is like 15 minutes in the other direction. And it's just like, You don't have to drive like like an hour. I mean, one of our friends lives all across town and it takes us about 45 minutes to an hour, depending on traffic, just to get to her house. And that's still in the same city. (laughs) What the hell? And uh, we we ended up going to um, Sandusky, Ohio, because we like the movie Tommy Boy. And in the movie Tommy Boy, there's this uh, business called Callahan Auto Parts that is set in Sandusky. And we're like, man, they've got to have some type of merch, even though this movie came out like three million years ago. We found nothing. We even went to their Walmart. (laughs) Not a damn thing. But we did see like the Great Lakes, which obviously like so beautiful. It was insane. Were they frozen? frozen? They were frozen solid. My cousin like went down a little. Like they had those like, you know, those like little beach ladders they have where you can climb down. Yeah. Uh Like the lakes. And she like climbed down this ladder a little and like stomped her foot and um, just... That's what it sounded like. Just like frozen completely solid. It was so cool. Oh, wow. But it was so freaking cold. And uh, we're going to, from Sandusky, Ohio to Detroit, like up through Michigan. And it's, that was, that whole drive was maybe like two and a half, three hours. It was like driving to Austin. It's a whole ass different state and city. That's crazy AF. And then on the way back, it started snowing. I've never driven in the snow before. It was scary. It was, it was crazy, though, driving in it, because it's, like, it's, it, like, falls, and you can't see any lines on the road, and, um, I was just, like, my eyes were constantly, like, and it was just, like, like, it's not, like, rain where it, like, stops and you have to, like, put on your windshield wipers. It just, like, falls all the way off, like, immediately, which is pretty cool. And then it was supposed to stop snowing, and then it just did not stop snowing, so we were, like, completely snowed in the next day, because they ended up getting, like, a foot of snow. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) What's going on? But overall, it was super fun. I'm glad I went. Obviously, we were, like, completely vaccinated. Had a, like, nice little safe trip. Wore my masks. Mostly hung out at either the hotel or my family's house. Just super fun. And then you went somewhere that I wish I could go because you went to one of my favorite artists' plays. I, I was so cold in Detroit. I, it was ridiculous. It was so damn cold there. And uh, we're stupid. We didn't realize that, like, the weather can pull pull you in, like, one direction. It's ridiculous. Like, one side of these buildings, it was sunny. So we're like, damn, it's really nice out. We just need this light sweater. We, don't, we can leave our jackets and our hats in the car. Oh, no. This is going to be great. Walk over to where the uh, Mom Spaghetti um, place is. And it's completely in the shade and windy because it's, like, right against the water in their, like, baseball stadium. So it's just, like, this entire, like, valley of just, like, wind. Wow. And it was, like, we got there, like, five minutes before it opened. There's, like, we we're the first people in line. And we we're just, like, sitting there and, like, ooh. Did it get busy? Ooh. It got, like, moderately busy. Not, like, super crazy, I think, because it was so cold. And we got there, like, right when it opened at 3. But it was so cool. Their marketing is, like, peak because they have you sit your ass in the freezing weather. And that's the only way that you can go inside to sit down anywhere. (laughs) They have no outside seating or anything. 
they know what they're doing. They, you order at the window in the little alley, get your stuff, go inside upstairs, and that's also the only way you can get into the gift shop. So, like, you have to be spending $12 on a spaghetti sandwich to go upstairs and buy some more stuff for $30. <laughs> but I will say the sandwich was delicious. It was really good. Like, the garlic bread was super delicious. You can't go wrong with garlic bread. I would not hesitate to pay $12 again for a spaghetti sandwich. That's cool. And there's, like, so much cool memorabilia in there. I was just like, oh, my God, this is so fun. I really liked Detroit. I think it was a great great place. That's good. Yeah, I've been, I saw that, like, when he uh, did his grand opening, I had saw it on Instagram. And I was like, is this fake? Is this fake? Because, like, I don't know. Like, it's, like, mom's spaghetti and it's M&M. So I was like, no, this is fake. Like, somebody's just making a joke or something, you yeah. know? Somebody's just doing a random pop-up. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, crap. It's real. That's so cool. And he was, like, there serving on the grand opening, too. Damn. I would have died. I would have died immediately if I saw him. So I was, like, passed out on the floor. <laughs> but, yeah. So that was that's cool. I'd want to go, but... I ain't going in the winter. No, thank you. Yeah, it was super cold. I ain't I would I would literally die the moment I stepped off that plane. I didn't realize this about, like, Detroit, but it's, like, right in between, like, three of the, like, Great Lakes. So it's just, like, all this cold-ass wind-ass water-ass. I can't even survive in, like, below 60 in Texas. Like... I thought like like I went to you know, I went to Chicago a few years back for the Star Wars convention, right? I thought that was cold because it was like snowing lightly and we were right on the lake. I thought that was cold. I was like freezing then. But then like in Michigan, I've never been in that kind of like freezing, windy, chilled cold. And it was just like literally like death and just like i feel the cold in my fucking bones yeah i have to give it to the people that live in the north i can't i can't do that Mm-mm. honestly they deserve all the respect and all the blankets Ooh, let's talk about the other event of this past weekend the event of the past like 10 million years wait the event that we also survived not getting covid we did <laughs> we did survive it tori's wedding yeah 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 Yes, so it was our best friend from college wedding this past weekend. Great day, great ceremony. Phenomenal. It wasn't as cold as it could have been. I was cold. Girl, you're always cold. (laughs) You should have brought another jacket. It was below 60, okay? (laughs) Nah. I think it was like 49 degrees that day. My happiness for Tori kept me warm. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and sitting next to Brooks and her first. Those kept me warm too. God, it was so beautiful. And the ceremony was so fast. It was just like, boom, boom, vows. Awesome. I do, I boom. do. <laughs> and now everybody go get in the warmth now. And then everybody rang. Yeah, I did. I love that the ceremony was short. Like that was a concern of mine when we were going. Cause I was like, at first I thought everything was inside. And then she was like, nope, ceremony's outside. And I was like, gosh, darn it. I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> But no, yeah, the ceremony was really short. I mean, afterwards, I still ran to that door to get inside. Yeah. But I mean, I wasn't that cold, I guess. No, I was cold. It was so cool because it was like, it was a, it was a super fast ceremony, but it was still like, you could like, it was so like, beautiful. It was. I loved it. Bit. I loved it. I loved, um, I always have always loved the reactions of the groom whenever they see their bride. Oh, yeah. Roman. So Roman definitely choked up. I saw those tears coming down his face. As he should. Yeah, when he saw Tori coming down. So I thought that was really beautiful. Um, I thought it was hilarious. Matt was wearing the same colors as the groomsmen. Oh, my unintentionally. God, for real. Same, same exact thing. Groomsmen were wearing blue suits. Matt wore a blue suit. They were wearing brown shoes. Matt was wearing brown shoes. Maroon ties. Matt had a maroon bow tie. Can you imagine if for some reason I wanted to match with Matt? Oh my god. <laughs> that would have been funny. Y'all could have just went up there and just stood <laughs> with all the groomsmen and bridesmaids. Oh my god. <laughs> that was funny. Oh, and the highlight of the night, other than the other thing, open bar, which is surpri- was a surprise to all of us. Oh yeah, it was a surprise. So yeah, the open bar was a shock i thought it was gonna be a dry wedding yeah i genuinely did think i could have sworn she told us it was gonna be a dry wedding but yeah open bar 
took advantage of that for sure we like i made some i had them make some drinks that i had never tried before um some new things that i had never even thought before like that i was like four drinks in and wanted to try and it ended up being super delicious I would say my only thing or my only critique as far as the open bar is that there was two bartenders. One guy seemed to know what he was doing. And then the girl that was working with him did not seem to know what she was doing. Like maybe, I don't know if she was new or she was just like not necessarily supposed to be making drinks. Like maybe she was just like supposed to be helping. I feel like they definitely like pulled her like from something else because she did seem like super overwhelmed. Yeah. She was very nice though. Because when he was on break... And I wanted a drink, but I didn't know what I wanted. Because I know your friend Brooks was asking him to kind of just make her, you know, whatever he thought or whatever he wanted to make. Brooks needs the special orders wherever she goes. Yeah, so I was like, well, I kind of want to do that because I've already had the same drink, like, twice. And then that I asked that lady and she was just like, um, I don't know how to do this job. (laughs) That's not what she said, but that's kind of the vibe I got. So then I was just like, all right, I'll just make it simple for you. And then they didn't even have a margarita. So then I was like, mm. and then I ended up having her make that one drink that you got because I like the color of it. Oh, <laughs> but I did not like the drink. <gasps> you didn't? Oh, no. my God. I loved it so much. I think I drank like half of it and then just gave up on it because I was like, I can't. I'm kind of mad. You could have given it to me and I would have. But I think mine was different than yours because remember, I tasted yours. I think yours. yours was stronger. Yeah, I tasted yours and. And I was like, wait, you had told me like that he, what you got. And I was like, wait, that's literally what I got. I tasted yours, but we got the same thing. <laughs> Let me, I can't even remember what it was. It was, um. Aperol? Yeah, Aperol. That yeah. stuff. Okay. Yeah, the yeah. Aperol, a shot of tequila, and the juice of a lime. Yeah. I think that was the, the. Yeah, combo. she made it for me and almost so tried to kill me. Good. That's what happened. So I even good. remember putting the rest of my margarita in it. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, maybe if I put this in it, it'll, like, it'll taste better. You know, it won't taste as strong. But no, I still I could not. I could not do it. Oh, man, it was so good. But the remaining drinks were good. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it was, it's like, it was a nice experience to be able to, like, obviously the centerpie- centerpieces were gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Everything inside was phenomenal. And it was a nice, like... Um, it was just a nice experience to be able to go up and order a drink and come back down and not have to pay for it. That was super nice. Yeah. Not have to worry about anything. That was cool. And then everything was just, yeah, it was like really nicely decorated. I think that everything went with her theme. I liked how all the little bridesmaids had their little fur shawls and stuff. Oh, yeah. Such a nice touch. Mm -hmm. It was so cool. I I will never stop talking about Roman's like, uh, vest. Oh, yeah. With the, With the, the lining. Oh, yeah. The blue on the front and then the skulls and red on the back. So cool. Yeah. Looked so awesome. And obviously, Tori looked freaking gorgeous. Yeah. And he was saying that the lining that was on the back of his vest was also inside his jacket, like mm-hmm. his um, suit jacket. So cool. So that was good. I, I did love Tori's dress. It was very beautiful. I don't think we were there when she picked that one because I don't remember that no, one. No. We were there for the, we went for the first one. I think she went like maybe like two or three times after. Yeah. I think it, I think it was like. I don't remember if it was the one her dad cried on, but I remember her talking to us about it. And we yeah. Got pictures. But yeah, I did like her dress. I like the way she did her hair. Really nice. Her and her long hair. I could never. You could. I believe in you. No, long hair gets on my nerves way too much. I wish I could. Like, I genuinely wish I could have long hair because I feel like it's so much easier to style. Like, as far as, like, curling it and stuff. Girl, before Tori's I'm wedding. I'm shaking my head. <laughs> before Tori's wedding, I curled my hair a total of four times what's it three times four times with different kind of curling devices and i could not get it to look the way that i wanted it to look i found out that day i did not know how to use a curling iron so (laughs) if a a situation ever comes up that i'm trying to get they're trying to murder me and they're like you need to use this curling iron and you won't die i will be dead that'll be your saw game yep and i burned my forehead (laughs) R.I.P. <laughs> well, why are you trying new things the day of? Look, ma'am, I don't need your back talk. <laughs> mm. See, this is why you just need to cut your hair super short like mine. No, no, no. Mine was super easy to style. Bada bing, bada boom. I did do a new hairstyle, though, so that was exciting because usually, Yay. like, I've done the same hairstyles since I was, like, 
in fourth grade. So. Yay! <laughs> the fact that I did something completely new is a miracle. And I actually enjoyed the way it looked because that's another thing. I'll try new things and then I'll just get frustrated halfway through. Mm-hmm. See, that's very good. We call that growth. That's phenomenal. So it's good glad. to try new things. I did winged eyeliner Ooh, for the first time. Fancy. Every time that I've ever tried to do it, I sucked. And I was like, this is just not for me, I guess. Huh. But I did it this time and it came out great. And I was like, it's a miracle. <laughs> oh, and they had another thing in addition to the open bar. Caricature artist. Yes. Yes, in honor of them getting engaged, because that, that's how Roman proposed in Vegas. So they so had one oh at the God. ceremony. Well, at the reception. Mm-hmm. Loved it. I did, me and Matt did ours, and you and Brooks did yours. Yes. So fun. Actually, so I actually just taped mine up there on the wall. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that. I need to buy a frame for it, but I was just like, I didn't want to, I didn't want it to bend or anything, so I was like, where can I put it for now? Honestly, like, it's still in my car because of that same reason. It's like... I can't ruin this. It's gold. I just taped it with the plastic so that I don't mess up the paper. The lady was super nice, too. Like, the artist, she was so nice. And just, like, she was, like, dancing with the music and, like, singing along while she was doing that. And I was just like, this is delightful. Yeah. It was so fun. It was really fun. It was really fun. It makes me want to do another one where they, like, put more detail and stuff. Because that's why they did, that's why Tori and Romans looked for their engagement. Like, you, they had, like, the... Las Vegas skyline and stuff like that, like the strip in the background, and they had full body. Ours was, I think, just like head and like a little bit of the torso. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. like the chest. She and got my both hat. Yeah, yeah, it's a good times, good times. Well, it's for sure, definitely a good week. Joining us today to review Scream Five is my husband Matt. So Scream, I, I actually enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would, to be honest. Like I was going in there and like. I sometimes have high expectations about movies and they're really bad. And this one was like a really good requel, as they call it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> requel. I really liked it too. I was astounded at the violence. Oh, yeah. That's true. It was very gory, which is interesting because that's exactly what Halloween did in their mm-hmm. most recent movies. So, but yeah, I was not expecting that amount of gore, but. Regardless, it was really good. It was done great. I think that's the product of Blumhouse. Like, because they made it too, right, Scream? I know. No, I think oh. they're still with the original. Yeah. People. Well, then I guess that's just, you know, part of horror movies now. Yeah, I feel like that's just the way it is now in this, like, generation of horror is, like, gory. Like, like brutal killings. Like, brutal. <sighs> Damn. Damn us for being dead inside. It really ups the ante. It's so wild because the original Scream was Drew Barrymore and she had like all her intestines hanging out and stuff but this was still like somehow much more like violent and bloody. Yeah. I feel like with the original Scream which I did do but it's something that I could show my younger cousins as like an intro horror movie but this Scream would not that that it's too too much. Well when we did watch it with your younger cousin though I remember us thinking like wait, there's this much amount of blood? There's this much amount of score? So maybe we just don't remember because, like, we were young. I agree, but even when we watched it with my cousins, they were, like, they could tell it was fake. It was, like, the blood looked fake. Like, sometimes they would get stabbed, but there would be no holes in their shirt Uh, and stuff. And this one was, like, and then that looked fake. Yeah, I think this would definitely be, like, I wouldn't show anyone under, like, 14. Yeah, for sure. Technology ruins everything. I'm just just putting that out there, you know? That's the real reason. (laughs) tracks tracks yeah it was very good i was very pleasantly surprised i was a little like iffy because i thought like i would want neve campbell and courtney cox to be in there more but they somehow like made it very evenly distributed where the new characters were interesting enough where i wasn't sitting there like okay what movie am i watching because this isn't scream i didn't feel that way at all like it didn't lose the original flavor and I really appreciated that. Agreed. And I really loved uh, Jenna Ortega's acting. Oh, phenomenal. God, yes. Yeah, phenomenal. she was really good. The, the way that she screamed at her sister, I was like, ooh, girl, don't yell at me like that, please, ever. All right? I yeah. don't want to get yelled at like that, you know? Even in the beginning sequence, like with her getting stabbed and stuff, I was just like, 
Jesus Christ. Like, I could feel each and every stab. <laughs> Listen, there's multiple things that I want to talk about here, but that's the one thing that, like, even though she was getting stabbed and beat up, like, she felt like a badass. Like, she was mm-hmm. actually, like, getting stabbed and beat up and still, like, trying to defend herself. And then later on, she, like, was all beaten up in the hospital and she was still, like, she felt like a badass. She made a badass, like, you know, getting, she got obviously stabbed, but it still made her feel like a badass. It was crazy. Honestly, all of the, mostly all of the characters were like that in this movie. I noticed yeah, like true, they yeah. weren't they weren't those average like Victim. the girl running up the stairs when the front door is wide open you mm-hmm. know yeah uh it was very much like they they fought to try and stay alive like <laughs> they didn't just like get stabbed once and were like okay i guess it's just my time to go yeah it's but, ki- it's kind of nice because i feel like they were rewarded with that like a lot of the main characters like really did make it through the movie and I think that was, like, really cool. And, was... it, and it made it to where, like, you're rooting for them because not one of them didn't feel like, oh, my God. It may, may be the, the girlfriend of that guy, um, what, the, the twin brother. Oh, Maybe yeah. a little bit her. But, yeah. but nonetheless, it was still, like, I was rooting for all of them. I enjoyed all of them. There was never one person except for, uh, okay, there was not really one person that I was like, yeah, yeah, like, die, you know, you know what I mean? So it was, it was a good touch. Um, The other thing that I was going to mention was that... Uh, it felt true to Scream in that Scream was always kind of like a, a satire of horror yeah, movies. Yeah, meta. Very meta. And they brought in known movies from modern times and, and cliches, but then also was like, you know, meta in the sense that they're self-aware of what's going on in their own movie. And even changing that, and that's to me why I enjoyed this Scream so much. Even if it is just another generic movie, it felt like what scream whatever scream is that it felt like it in this movie and that's what i really liked yeah it was very much like the original and the meta-ness like all the little fan shout outs and you know about characters from the previous movies it was like little nods to the characters and just um even like the name last name carpenter like yeah you know they understood the assignment <laughs> they definitely understood the the character was yep it very very true to itself and i think that's why it works because it knows exactly what it's doing it doesn't try to be more or less than what it is and i think like it's that's something very undervalued in movies that get released today we we're trying we're in a society where it's like it needs to be the next best thing but scream works because it's always exactly what it is they don't try to be something exceptionally different they just fit with the times and release their little meta commentary and it's it's yeah. still as great now as it was then it's funny because i could see like a scary movie spin off of this i was thinking the whole time like there would be some funny scenes for like a, a scary movie reboot based off of this you know yeah. so anyways good times for sure the way i would die if anna ferris actually came back into this scary <laughs> movie I mean, this, this, this is what's gonna start it all again oh, like this man. is what started it before this is what's gonna start it again they're just gonna reboot scary movies I'm manifesting it. <laughs> She's going to be the Anna, if you hear this. <laughs> yeah, that was, that, was, that was good. I really liked all the actors. Um, I'm surprised that I liked all of the actors. I was surprised that some of the actors that they brought back, I was not expecting. I Please tell me that no one expected Billy Loomis back. No. I mean, I all. know that he was just in a hallucination, but still, like, I I did not even know that he was in the casting. I try to avoid spoilers at all costs, <laughs> and I don't, I genuinely don't wa- like watching trailers to movies. Um, so, yeah, I did, I did not know that that was a thing. And then when he came up on screen, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are they going to make it like he's alive again? And then I realized it was a hallucination, and I was like, oh, okay. Okay, I guess this is happening. Okay, then. Um, the other thing was, like, you know, it's hard because I have high hopes for movies because I hear, like, what ifs, and I get hyped. So, like, mm-hmm. um, Matthew Lillard's character. What's his name? Stu. Stu. I was like, oh, my God. Like, there was a lot of hype around, oh, my God, is he coming back? And, like, I, it, at that moment when I got that thought, I was like, nothing's going to be able to compete with that. Luckily, it did, and... You know, it, it still reached that potential, but you know, I still still wish I could have saw Matthew Lillard. That man's a that man's I, an angel. I feel like there's still potential because of the way they um, they said his name in in this movie, where they're like, no, he wasn't a lone killer. He killed with Stu Stu Mocker, yeah. and I think that definitely left it a little open. And they they do that. Like um, Kirby was originally an open ended character, like they weren't sure if she was going to be dead or not, and now 
it's confirmed that she's alive in this universe. But I don't know if I want it to continue. Like, it was good, but, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if we'll be able to get that same attachment from these characters. Like, these characters are good, but it was also because of the connection to the other characters. Yeah. And so it's it's kind of tough. I think that I wouldn't mind seeing, uh, like, sequels to this as long as it's not, like, as long as it's not overdone sequels. Because with the introduction of the new characters, like, I'd be, I'd be interested to see it. But I wouldn't want, like, I don't want Sydney and Gail to come back. Like, if they do a second one. Can you have a scream without Dewey? Without Sydney? Like. Yeah, that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, can it still, like, exist? I feel like that would be, like. Like, at the same time, I want Jenna Ortega to secure her bag. And I want her to have this trilogy because she's so phenomenal and I love her character. Her older sister was um, not horrible. I liked it. Um, I think she was very good. But can you have a scream without Dewey? We yeah, but seeing Dewey. Maybe it opens the door for her to get other roles that will root her on in that isn't scream necessarily. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, she's I just a really think strong of, actress. I think is. of it as like in Halloween. Like we're on the Halloween kills i think it's we're on the third one now mm-hmm. and they do have jamie lee curtis but if for whatever reason um like she wasn't in the second one if she would have died in the first one and was not in the second one i don't think it would have hurt the storyline too much like you can still have the halloween because they built up the new characters her granddaughter especially and stuff like that and it's a continuation of that night mm-hmm so, I don't know. I guess, like, to me, I think of it as, like, if they're going to bring back Sydney and Gail, I feel like the only way to bring them back is if they're going to have to kill them. Like, especially with how gruesome it is now. Yeah. And stuff. Like, it's like how they brought them back, but Dewey had to bite the bullet on this one. And it's like, I'd rather them just not come back. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing Sydney in, like, a kind of, like, Oracle role where she'll be, like, talking to people. And, like, on the phone, but never, like, physically there. Or even if they had her and she was, it was, like, a text conversation. Like, oh, yeah, Sydney's doing fine. They are in a safe house or something like that. I'm seeing yeah. something along the lines of, like, Sydney running for mayor of the town. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep oh my these gosh. people safe. And <laughs> then it's, 2024. like, right. And, like, something like that. But I don't know. I don't think uh, Neve Campbell is into acting. Like, you know, like she did when she was in Scream. I, I think that. You know, she hasn't been in very much stuff other than, what was it, uh, not Rampage, what was the other, I don't know, all the Dwayne The Rock Johnson movies, they, they blur together. <laughs> yeah, the Sky one with paper. the tower, Sky yeah. Skyscraper. So, I don't know. Yeah. I think she might have done this one for Wes. Yeah, I agree. And this was, like, her swan song for it. Agreed, because when we, when we met her at a, a, a Comic-Con, she said she wouldn't do anything that wasn't representing West or commemorating West, you know, to the fullest. Oh, she, wow. she even said that she wouldn't actually do it because Wes wasn't in- involved so I think that there must have been something that she enjoyed or she felt well you know. it, yeah like the script I'm pretty sure she saw the script mm-hmm. and saw that it was very true to the original scream and that was what made her come back because yeah, yeah when we saw her comic con I remember asking her is she gonna are are there plans for a scream five and she said no because Wes is past and like she does not see herself doing a scream five so <laughs> Obviously, something changed her mind, and I do think that it had to have been the script. Yeah. Um, because it was, I mean, the movie was really well done, I yeah. think. For sure. There was no real, like, weak points. Like, some of the acting, to me, was kind of, like, subpar. Like, main mm-hmm. character could have been a little bit more on point than, like, some of the side characters. But, like, 90% of them, phenomenal. And, like, there was no weird cinematography things that are, like, that were jarring. It was a very very well put together movie i was actually really surprised because like the main actress i mean she's uh in melissa a, Barrera. yeah i feel like she's in other stuff too like she's not just some new actress mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then i i don't know i just yeah i didn't it makes, it makes me want to go back to other movies and see like is, is it just that she wasn't feeling it or you know wasn't she not the right role i don't know she just wasn't again i think it mo- probably is though that she was being overshadowed by yeah it's it's definitely a hard it's a hard role and you have like you have jenna ortega who is a complete powerhouse somehow at her young age and then you have all these other veterans like you're sitting next to courtney cox yeah like it's a very very high bar and i think like 
I have no doubt that she'd be like phenomenal in future projects because she wasn't necessarily bad. I think it was just the. I think she just needed a little more, a little bit more, because like there were some scenes where she was phenomenal, like mm-hmm. the fake out. The fake out of her being on the phone with Ghostface and him trying to get her to choose. And then she comes up at the elevator like, just kidding. I was just stalling. You know, like that was phenomenal acting. The end scene of her just going ham, embracing her Loomis. So then what I'm understanding is she great for action type, like, you know, intense moments like that. But when it came, I think when it came to her maybe being flawed or like you know uh you know mixed emotion stuff it just didn't come across right maybe because maybe because she's not like that in real life you know i don't know but you know yeah yeah i I think she just had to dig a little bit deeper into those emotions and it just didn't hit right yeah Yeah. and honestly it could have been like a flaw in direction too like if they had Mm -hmm. said hey you need to act like you're more sisters like come on yeah jenna's doing all the work here (laughs) but she was still phenomenal I would watch in other movies which, with her in it. I even liked uh, Dylan Minnette. I think he was great. I know, and you usually hate everything he's in. <laughs> I do. He was phenomenal. Yeah. It's just like, God, this guy again. His I, music is great, though. I did go on uh, the internet or Reddit to look up what people were talking about in Scream, and a lot of people mentioned his scene where there was all the tension and intensity building of every time that like uh, he would close the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Or he would close one of the doors or pass by a door and, you know, it would make it seem like, oh, Ghostface, Ghostface is going to jump out real quick. But he never did until, you know, a lot of times later. So a lot of people love that. Love that kind of, like, fake out. Yeah, it, it definitely, I was starting to catch on a little bit, right? Because I think when you go into horror movies, you kind of go, you kind of catch on to a little, like, rhythm. Like, sometimes, you know, there's something just peeking in the background that randomly pops up with mm-hmm. Scream. Like, it was like a... All right, here, here, here. And then when you don't expect it, when you're like, all right, it hasn't happened yet, boom, it comes out. So I kind of got it midway through. But yeah, that scene specifically was probably where I understood. I yeah. don't think it's coming out here. I don't think it's... A- oh, dang it, it got me. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah, it, yeah. it was feel- an interesting scene. I think that was like a direct shout out too to like Mike Flanagan and all his recent stuff. Because he's so good at that, like building tension on tension on tension until like it finally snaps. And I think, like, it's just, like, it's so cool to me how they had, like, all these, like, different film styles in this one movie. And it kind of, like, all ties into how meta it is, too. Because it's just, like, there's no way it was in a direct ripoff or anything. They're so good at, like, honoring different things. Because yeah. it's not like it was like that every single kill of the movie. But it was just, like, definitely what that scene needed. I was terrified. Yeah, it was, it was a terrifying scene. And then the way he dies, ugh. ugh. Anyways. What? It was so brutal, and for what? I, I, I know, I thought you enjoyed it. You did, you did like it to that movie. I thought you'd be cheering it on, but you know. I was still so sad. <laughs> uh. See, I, I thought you were going to feel the same way, because uh, I really don't like Bella Thorne as an actress, <laughs> and she's in the Scream TV show. Oh, yeah. But she gets killed in the first episode. And I was living for every moment. Oh my! And so God. I thought that's a, the reaction you're gonna have because you don't like that guy as a character, as an actor. So I was like, she's probably gonna be like, yes, 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 he's dead, he's dead. And then it was just like, nope. <laughs> he dug deep because, like, not only did this ma- he look like a full grown man, like 35 years old, living with his mama. Like, I was genuinely sad. Not at all like the, like, how I felt in Don't Breathe. I was just like, oh my god, finally, get out of here, leave me the hell alone, dude. But in this, it was just so sad. I don't know. And he didn't even, he never even saw his mom die either. Like, he never saw her dead body. I don't know, I was just blinded by his, uh, his abs, you know. His oh my god. Abs. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna eat the lemon bars in the fridge. Who's oh. gonna eat them? Everybody liked that shout out too to the to what was it Scream Four mm-hmm. with the lemon bars. But yeah, that was really good. I cannot wait till it comes out on DVD and Blu-ray, so, so I can go hurry up it. and buy it and watch it like twelve million times. Exactly. Okay, Scream rankings. Since now we have five. Okay, so which is number one for you? Definitely the first. Same. Solid. Same. Number two for me is Scream 3 because I just love the 
like Gale and Gale and Dewey and Dewey. Like, I don't know. I just love that whole. Especially the two Gales. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same for me. Because it's, it's so funny. It's just like meta within a meta. And it's so good. I love it. It's like the first. It's like the first that we get to see of the Stab franchise. Like, yes, we do see that they are. There is a Stab movie mm-hmm. in the second but the fact that we're getting to see, like, even the filming of it, and it continues on throughout the series and everything, so I do like that. Yeah. I was kind of bummed about my boy Cotton, but he had it coming. He had it coming. It was going to happen. It was going to happen. Yeah. For me, the third ranking would be the fourth, because I love that movie. I don't, I like, I get it was, like, pretty poorly received, but I enjoy it very much. I, I have no problem rewatching it. It's so good. I love Kirby. Hayden Penetieri killed it. And honestly, I think that's what, like, really shines for it. I love Emma Roberts, too. Like, she's such a classic mean girl. Yeah. But Hayden Penetieri really, like, shone. And I loved that. My number three was the newest one, Scream 5. Ooh. I love that one so much. Um, my previous number three before Scream 5 was Scream 4, but Scream 5 just topped it. I can't I can't get over how amazing it was and unexpected amazing, too. So you never know with reboots nowadays. Yeah, or requels. Yeah, requels, requels. New, new terminology there. Yeah, solid, <laughs> solid. It brings something new without having to depart from the original. It was very, very solid. Exactly. Um, my number four was Scream 4. Um, it's funny because when I watched Scream 4 originally, I hated it. I actually hated Emma Roberts as an actress when I was younger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I did not like that movie at all. I didn't think that she could really act um, but then she came out in Scream Queens, and I, that's where I started loving Emma Roberts. I loved her in American Horror Story Coven. Mm-hmm. So then when we rewatched the Screams, and I watched the fourth one, because I know you like the fourth one, um, that's when I was like, oh, she's actually not that bad. Okay, <laughs> I could I could get down with this. All righty. Yeah. All righty. Definitely, like, oh. I, I think she's definitely, like, per, her personal life. Obviously, it's not phenomenal. Um, but definitely acting, I think she's very funny. And her comedic timing is really solid. We could do a whole podcast probably just on Scream Queens and how much I love that. I've watched that series probably, like, six times. And it never gets old. Yeah, I love Scream Queens. Solid. My fourth is the fifth movie. While I do, I love it so much. Amazing. The Hayden Penitentiary just kind of eked out a little bit with the fourth. And my fifth was Scream number two. That's funny. <laughs> my fifth will be the second also. The second as well. Yeah. I I do want to say I did thoroughly enjoy all of them. There's not one Scream movie where I dislike it or I leave it out of rewatches or anything like that. But the second one, it just, for a sequel... I feel like Randy was the real standout in it, and they killed him, and I think that just, like, burns me up so much that I I can't, like, fully embrace it as a favorite. I love Jamie Kennedy. You do. And I've met Jamie Kennedy, and he is, like, amazing. He's hilarious. Super nice. Nicest guy. Doesn't he follow you on Twitter? He does follow me on Twitter. Not that I use Twitter, but... (laughs) Still no. (laughs) I'm like, when's the last time I tweeted? Five years ago? I don't know. (laughs) He's, he's hilarious. Um, but yeah, him him getting killed off on the second one tore me up. I could, I was just like, por que? Like, I love that they brought him back in in the third, even though it was just like a video. Um, I, but I did appreciate that. For sure. For sure. I was not a fan of that goatee. Mm-mm. No. No. Oh, <laughs> the I don't know. baby. I don't know whose stylistic choice that was. <laughs> Jamie, don't listen. <laughs> don't listen to this part, Jamie. <laughs> I don't know if that was his personal choice, if there was a stylist on set, but um, want to talk like hair faux pas in the Scream franchise, that one stands out. Oh, yeah. Oh, Pretty. really? Even more than the bangs? <laughs> Honestly. Come on. I... <gasps> The Bangs is ranked number two. Like, that goatee, every time I watch that movie, I just want to get, like, some stripping, some wax stripping, and just, like, rip it off. That's all I want. Like, just rip it right off. 
<laughs> I know Courtney Cox's bangs were pretty bad, but no, that goatee though. At least with the bangs, that was an honest mistake, right? Yeah. Like, that was yeah. genuinely a mix up, but. I, I think it's hilarious that Courtney Cox can't live down those bangs. Like, even in interviews now for yeah. her promoting Scream 5, it's still brought up. But no one brings up Jamie Kennedy's goatee. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you're thinking, Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> you won't escape this. <laughs> nope, not for me, We're at least. For you. We're coming for that goatee. No one else came for you, but I will. <laughs> you're so brave. Thank you. You're going to have a Twitter world now. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Do you have any, like, standout favorite characters across all five movies? Or maybe least favorite characters? I didn't care for, honestly, like, and I don't know how bad it sounds because she is killed off, but the best friend in two, Haley, I think that was her name, her character's Haley. name. Um, She gets killed oh, after yeah, the car crash. Got, yeah. Oh, I, didn't, I, I didn't really care for her. Really? Yeah. Like, and, and it has nothing to do with her acting or anything. It's just mm-hmm. like, I think it had, it was just probably character development at that point, like, she was going to get killed off, so they probably just didn't spend enough time on yeah. her character. So I didn't care for her too much. They kind of did that with a lot of them, I feel like. And it's 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 kind of messed up because it's like you have her with... And she was, like, smart, like, telling her, oh, no, you're leaving. This is fine. But then you'd have, like, all the other star power in that, like, series that have, are known, like, in other things. Like, you have Buffy in it, mm-hmm. and she got nothing. She gave us nothing but it's Buffy and you know her and you're familiar with her and they didn't give her the respect that that character needed so definitely Portia de Rossi was in two as well (laughs) I always think that every time I see her like hey that's Portia de Rossi Ellen DeGeneres' wife (laughs) and then well my favorite character for sure is Randy Randy will always be my favorite I think that they did his family justice in Scream 5. I love those twins. I am so happy they survived. Oh, yeah. Um, even the girl twin, I can't remember her name at this time. Um, I know she's in the the TV series Bum- uh, Yellow Jackets, which I love. You always want to call it Bumblebees? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very whimsical, okay? Leave me alone. Um, oh. Let me find her name real quick because she is a very good actress. She also was in um, the Jasmine Savoy Brown. That's her name. And she was also in the uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man video game. She was one oh, of the okay. main characters in that too. So good. Yeah. I think this is the first thing that I've seen her in, but I loved it. I loved how much of a Randy she was. Mm-hmm. Like they were twins and they were both descendants of Randy but she did the Randy character, like, justice. Her monologue on the requel, amazing. She's funny. And yeah. her comedic timing, amazing. I was genuinely like, oh, my God. Like, when, when you had the belief that she was dead. I was horrified. I was, yeah, I was like, no. But then they show her in that. And I wonder if that was a nod to Randy's character, too. Like, just showing up and, like... You know, there was a in the first movie there was they made it seem like he was dead when he originally got stabbed, yeah. and then towards the end he just like showed up at the door like, "Hey, let me in." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and Cindy was like, "No." Both of you. Honestly, though, her she iconic did what lines to be though in this whole series. Oh my god loved in Scream 5 when she was like Ghostface was just like trying to taunt the fuck out of her and she was just like yeah I'm bored and hung <laughs> up oh iconic iconic Cindy Prescott right there That's exactly oh my god and I think like god I love her so much you they casted her so perfectly somebody who really like grew with the character and just like still was able to call back to it yeah. oh. and it wasn't it didn't feel like this is not Cindy Prescott. Like, I was like, what? Like, this is not her character. This is not how she acts. This is not what she would do. Like, no, it was genuine to her character from the original movie. Yeah. And it's like... Love it. They did it so perfectly, too, that she did have that, like, kind of, like, mom, like, status where it's like, I do not have time for this. I'm hanging up on you because they do not have time for none of it. As far as, like, least favorite characters, um, you probably won't be surprised, but uh, Timothy Oliphant. 
Pitt's character in the second movie? I don't oh, remember his name. Yes. But the other movie fan. The other actor that you don't like? Yeah. For weird reasons. Hey, look. <laughs> sometimes. I think he's a good actor, and I'll watch the things he's in, but sometimes, like, it just gets me. I don't know why I don't <laughs> like him. I don't know why. I know. It's like, he's so good. He is. Like, I love Santa Clarita Diet. I think oh, he's phenomenal. He's so funny. I actually rewatched the first episode the oh, other really? day. Yeah. Did you... Did you like it more than the first time? Yeah, I still really enjoyed it. I was like, I was just looking for something to watch, and I just I was like, I'm gonna rewatch Santa Clarita Diet, but then I ended up finding Kyle X Y on Hulu, oh, <laughs> so that overtook my life. I think like in it was like it was such a twist in Scream Two where it, where it was just like, wait, this guy literally had like four lines. I have no connection to this dude whatsoever. What's going on? Yeah. That's probably why the second one is like a yeah, little less like than the, to me. The killers really kind of miss the mark as far as like the scream killers. Like, which they, is a bummer because they, they're both great actors. Yeah, like, Billy's mom was. I love her. Yeah, but they. Yeah, they definitely are like my least favorite killers of the franchise for sure. Yes, overall, Scream is an amazing franchise, and this movie did not ruin it at all. Nope. Yay, Scream! For sure, definitely one of the best. Like. Um, sequences of films to watch like I think in the horror genre is like especially with like Nightmare on Elm Street and like Friday the 13th there are always skips there are movies from oh yeah there sure. that I've still never seen to this day yeah like, for sure like I every time I rewatch the Nightmare on Elm Streets I skip a lot of them I skip a lot of them because I just I just can't I can't I own them all but I can't <laughs> I like I like this the second Friday or Nightmare on Elm Street like I can get with it but I think like it's so funny because uh, that's also a least fan favorite like a lot of people hate the second one and yeah. it's funny that that's also one that you like too yeah like, it's not one I like I watch a lot or I'll even include it in rewatches or anything but like I don't know it's it's kind of like a double edged sword type of thing because it's like yeah. I really like the main character I think he was a great actor but. He had such a horrible fallback from that movie that it just, like, it makes me sad. So I, like, don't watch it because it'll make me sad. Halloween, there was, there's, there's lots of skip. But Scream, I don't, there's not one that I would ever skip. Like, Mm-mm. anytime I watch the Scream movies, I'm watching all the Scream movies. Like, I can't just watch one. <laughs> yeah. I think the only other, like, do, is, I don't even think there is, a like, a horror genre that I can really, like, stick to that, like, consistently. Like, even with the Saws. There are, like, a lot of saws where I'm just like, what is the original plot? Ugh. They've tried rebooting that one as well. I liked Spiral, though. Yeah. Well, I, I, I liked four. I liked it a lot. Saw 7, Saw 8? That was a reboot, technically. Was it a requel? No. It was just, like, a reboot. Oh. It was a continuation. It was the way you're not supposed to do reboots. So, but, yeah, I like that. I know that one came out, like, years later. Final Destination. I could watch all of those. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Okay. I love that they're rebooting that, and I hope they do it justice, because I'm I'm excited for that one. I love all the Final Destinations. I've only seen all of them once <laughs> when we were in this when we were um, snowed in, but I really liked them. I thought I, I would watch all of them again. Yeah, I love them. Those I I can't watch one and not watch all of them. The random topic out of the jar is... Am I the asshole? It's posted by Drinking Wyathway, and it is, Am I the asshole for not drinking during my girlfriend's family tradition? I want to say no already. You shouldn't be forced to drink (laughs) if you don't want to. So long story short, I have a personal rule to never drink alcohol. I have a myriad of reasons from general health to honoring loved ones, but that's not the point. The point is that I do not drink ever. My girlfriend and I went to her family party, and apparently they have a tradition of everyone taking a shot to honor one of their dead relatives. Everyone does it at the same time and talks about what they're thankful for and everything, but I told the person handing me the shot that I wouldn't drink, and he looked at me funny. Her cousin pointed me out before they drank it and said, I need a shot, and I said, no, I'm okay, I don't drink. And he said, it's just one shot. And I said, no, I can't, but please continue. I'll just drink something else. And they refused to start. I ended up leaving after being egged on too much. And my girlfriend apologized for me and we left. She did her best to defend me, but her family is just stubborn. 
Everyone was talking about me, apparently, saying that I was selfish and how I was ruining the night. It was just one shot, but I don't know. I couldn't bring myself to do it. Am I the asshole? No. Immediately no. Right? No. Immediately no. Like, you don't even know the reasons. Like, even if she didn't say that, oh, it's because of family or, um, what'd she say? Like, honoring family yeah, or honoring health reason. Yeah, honoring one, loved ones. Yeah, like, even if it wasn't for that. Like, you don't know a person's situation. You don't know if they're expecting. You don't know if they're recovering alcoholic. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know anything. Peer yeah. pressure is never the answer, kids. Yeah. For real, like, like I, rem- I remember when we were, um, when we were younger, and we would have like, like parties and stuff, and we would make Jello shots, and we would make the um, non-alcoholic Jello shots for Roman and Tori because they weren't drinking at the time. Yeah, and it was still fun. It was still like the experience. We'd just like sub monster for any like alcohol. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's still, like, why does it have to be a big thing? And that's what she offered too. She offered to drink something else in this. Like, it's mm-hmm. not even that she wasn't willing to participate in yeah. the the honoring of their lost ones or talk about anything that they were grateful for it wasn't like she was trying to sit out the entire experience she was just simply not wanting to do alcohol exactly i think that also i don't know it could just be me but i feel like if the girlfriend knew this and knew that the family was like i'm sorry but i feel like you know your family and you know how they're gonna react to certain things why didn't you be the one to pass out the alcohol and you could have like put water in it or something and no one would have never ever known to exactly yeah yeah it definitely like, needed a, like a little bit more foresight like it's cool that like she defended them and like tried to like stick up for her family and just like left instead of like making them leave on their own and like making a big thing of it but they they definitely could have like gotten ahead of the situation yeah. before it even became an issue yeah it's like you're introducing them to your family they like you know that about them exactly like i mean we know our families entirely we know exactly how they're going to react to certain things and yeah you know we warn each other like hey going to this person's house like just fyi make sure might, you say hi yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> make sure you say hi and so yeah there was definitely like the girlfriend should have known should have you know prepared her at least it seemed like it was like something she wasn't even prepared for either yeah like they weren't prepared for the reaction that they got it feels like such a nitpicky reason too it's just like like come on like i can't imagine a family just being so like no you have to drink i feel like it's very cultish like drink the kool-aid vibes yeah it is pretty wild like like you're not gonna allow any substitution. Do y'all have? Do is there no one under twenty one there? Like, <laughs> not kid. You're the taking kid. this straight. No chaser. <laughs> no, you get no limes. Tequila shot. Yeah. <laughs> no limes for no. you. Infant, nine month old. I don't care. <laughs> oh, so I would say definitely not the asshole. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The family are the assholes. For they need sure. to chill. They do need to chill. The is alcoholism like running that family or like (laughs) like they're forcing drinks on down people's gullets honestly like i can't imagine that like when tori wouldn't wasn't drinking like i feel like like we would feel so uncomfortable like trying to get like trying to force her to drink like yeah like i get it it's like one shot but it's like if somebody doesn't drink they don't drink yeah why does like why has it got to be such a big old thing like just leave them the hell alone give them some kool-aid with no booze in it and call it a day yep yep and then the outro music